Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, shot through the arm and you're in the gate, prices are getting slashed at a new record label, and Matt's rocketing towards another clone clone. We'll try to hit a bullseye this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, two guys who could never be cloned, Matt and Dave. <laughs> Hello everybody, I'm Matt. I'm Dave, and welcome to another pod. What episode is this? Welcome back. This is episode 26, and so wow. we had a pod up every week the last few weeks, but we actually recorded all those in one night before Dave went on vacation for a couple of weeks. So Dave, you're yes. back from vacation. Are you feeling refreshed? I'm back. I'm refreshed. I'm relaxed, and I'm ready to go. Yeah. And not nice much has happened since I was, not, not, not a ton has happened, but we'll try to cover it. Yeah, we got some news that we can get into pretty quickly here. But yeah, so, you know, thank you all for listening. It sounds like we might have picked up some new listeners with my brother's interview. So those of you that are friends of my brother and heard the podcast because of him, welcome aboard. Yes, welcome to everybody. We really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for listening. You guys listening, listening, make the show. And tell your friends. Tell your friends because you never know. You might have friends that they may not be guitar dads per se or moms, but... Hey, they may yeah. like a music podcast, so let them know. Maybe they'll yeah. dig it. You don't have to be a guitar parent to like this, but no. it is, it's focused on guitar daddery. But, you know, if you. <laughs> and, if you but, and if you like, if you like it, send us some, send us some comments to our uh, email account, uh, guitar dads podcast at Gmail. And you can check us out on Instagram at guitar, uh, at guitar dads pod, same pod. on Twitter. Yep. But, but uh, yeah, so uh, we, we thank you. Thank you. Really do. All right, Dave. Let's get into it. What are this week's news and notes for the guitar dads? We got some news and notes, and maybe we'll kind of get the sad stuff out of the way first. What do you think? Then we'll jump. Yeah, let's do with the bad news first. It's fine. So interestingly enough, uh, ten years, and I'm bringing this up because ten years ago, uh, yesterday, I think Janie Lane passed away, lead singer of Warrant. Janie Lane from from which band? Warrant. From Warrant. Warrant. Yeah. And I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pose a question to you. Where do you put him in like the echelon of singers? Of rock yeah, singers? Warrant was awesome. I get so this is along the lines of what we talked about once when I was talking about eighties guitarists and how there were so many monster guitar players that like people kind of got lost. Like it was hard to stand out with so many amazing guitar players. And I feel like the same is true with eighties singers. There were so many amazing singers in the eighties. Oh yeah. Tons. So it's so like, yeah, like insane singing that you just don't see anymore. So it's like, you know, well, unless you're listening to dirty honey or miles Kennedy, but you know, that's right. <laughs> but <laughs> even then, like, but, but even the, yeah, we have to mention that every week, by the way, guys. Um, but, but yeah, so, you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, he was one of the best of that era. You know, and if you're a guitar dad, you're into 80s hair metal. Um, this he was one of the best, in my opinion, from from yeah. that era. I mean, he just he just wailed, right? I mean, yeah. him, Sebastian I, I really Bach, you like, oh, yeah. you know, so, yep. 
you can just you can run through all of them, right? Even even like you know, I I still I, I'm you know I, I don't hide the fact that I'm a big Bon Jovi fan, but Bon Jovi back in the day was incredible as a singer, as along you, with like the harmonies. Oh, you, I would you would you would I would never believe you're a Bon Jovi fan. <laughs> as ever. long as the harm as, as well as the you know the harmonies that he did with Richie, which are just incredible. But you know, oh, yeah. but the, you know, he just runs out like the guy from Cinderella was absolutely amazing. He was amazing. Um, he can still kind of sing though, but John Bon Jovi, I feel like of all. All the singers, yeah. or at least the ones that are still really performing consistently well, today. But Sebastian, kinda, he he kind of fell, he kind of fell the fastest, right? I mean, well, it's true. Well, I I don't know about that because he was sounding really good up until I want to say like. Mm, 2005 2006 so like 15 years ago he was sounding yeah, really good true. and that and that's that was true. a good yeah, yeah. run that that was like a 30 year run up to that point so it's like so it's like he's doing pretty well but um and i still think he sounds good like you you and i had this argument on one of our first podcasts how i thought the bon jovi album that he put out in 2020 was actually good yes it's a totally different vocal style than you're used to with bon jovi yes. but i still think it was good yeah, and I thought Phil yeah. X had some good licks on it. So anyway, but yeah, you know, let's, vacuum, not, let's not get yeah. into yeah. let's not get yeah, into a Bon Jovi discussion. But we'll do that show we next could, week. We could talk about that. We forever. could go all night. But but, yeah. but 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 along the same lines, like Sebastian Bach can't sing like he used to sing, and he no, was he was probably one of the best back in the day. I mean, his voice was just unbelievable. The range he had, along with Axl Rose, which we'll get to later in this pod. You oh know, yeah, the, the range guys, the range of those guys had. I definitely agree. I think if you're talking like top ten, I mean, you got to put those two in there. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. you know. But Janie, um, yeah, I would put Janie up there as well because he was great. You know, yeah, so you know, great. ten years. Wow, that's 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 a long time. Ten years, he's yeah. gone. Another, we lost. There was another monster that was lost uh, another last Another one, yes. So so it's Dusty Hill of ZZ Top. Very yep. sad. The bass Very player for sad. ZZ Top. Yeah, I didn't know that he was not going to be starting on their tour because he had had a hip injury. And yeah, I guess that's what kind of led this. Kind of led down the wrong road. Yeah, so. he wasn't really in great health. You know, they're another band though that's been going since the seventies. Yeah, and had just and been pretty hard. Yeah, touring almost not not nonstop, but touring quite a bit. You know, and Billy Gibbons is what like seventies easily, right? He's in his seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Dusty was what seventy four. Uh, you have to Google this. I Dave. think, but no, Dusty was seventy two. Seventy two. Okay, so seventy two. So not that old, you know, to die, obviously. But yeah, what what a sad, what a sad thing. But he was, you know, you talk about ZZ Top and the and and the mark that they left on the blues. I mean, they even when you talk about the eighties. They even even had a run in the eighties. You know, with yeah. with legs and sharp dressed man and all oh, that. Yeah. You know, um, so you know what an iconic band, iconic bass player, bassist. Yeah, Billy Billy Gibbons, seventy one. Seventy one. Okay, so the, Dust, yeah, so they're about up. the same age. They're in so, the same age. You know, really sad that that ZZ yeah. Top is, is is has this loss, and the world has had this loss of this amazing bassist, and you know. But I guess his tech, so his his tech was going to be filling in anyway. So I guess they're still going to continue the tour. Yeah, yeah, they're going to. The show must go on. Is what the show must go is on. Is what the Reverend so, Billy Gibbons said. Yeah. So hey, good for good for them. And, yeah. You know, sympathies to the family. What a what a what another loss for the this, this the last like year and a half, two years. We've lost yeah. a lot of people. That yeah, you know. It's really I mean, not sad. the least of which would be like Eddie Van Halen, but oh, you know, know, just a number of people. Yeah, I mean, this is another guy, another legendary guy that's gone. So it's very sad. But you know, Dave, this is sadly to say, these guys are getting older, and 
we're gonna start we're gonna start seeing more and more of this with that that era of bands you know Um, well speaking of getting older we've talked about him a ton on but he can't stop making headlines yeah vince vince neal yes an, like an Eddie, was it like an Eddie Trunk? Like it was like, like some event private event like? with Eddie Trunk private and event, Sammy. Yeah. yeah, like Sammy Hagar and Vince. Sammy was there. Played sets, and what happened was Eddie Trunk. He posted all this stuff on Instagram of Vince performing, and I'll tell you what, I still wouldn't yeah. say it was good, but it was better. It was better. He's getting. There. It was better. He didn't sound as as labored with, with his um singing. He looks better. Too. He looks a he little. Kinda, looks like he dropped a little weight. Maybe not yeah, a lot, so, but hey, yeah. Maybe the stadium tour is going to happen. Yeah. So maybe this is going to happen. I mean, maybe things are looking up. Maybe Vince heard the screams loud and clear that he's got to clean up his act. So um, you know, look, yeah, maybe I, heard, maybe I would you love heard to the see primal it. scream. Yeah, look, I, I would love to see Vince out there with Motley and the whole thing, right? Yeah. Oh, if he can, if he can, if he can do it, we we are definitely going. Oh to yeah, we it. gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. It's it's it's, it's gotta happen. So yeah. So and anyway, it's gonna be what next summer? Next summer. So that, that next summer be, uh, at this rate, he's got a little bit of time to figure this out. The same with Aerosmith, Dave. Yeah. I, although they're the, we keep talking about those rumors too. We'll see if that ever comes. To yeah, fruition. we'll see what happens there. All right, well, so, yeah, so Vince, you know, things are looking up for Vince, so that's good news. Things are looking up for Vince. Speaking <laughs> of, but speaking of concerts in general, we're yeah. starting to see a lot of that landscape change because of the virus and and the variants and, yep. you know, a lot the of Delta. Like the Delta and... Um, it's the Delta. You know, it's the Delta. Watch the Delta. <laughs> but, play, you know, uh, you know, the... Live Nation and, and other, um, and other uh, promoters are... Are starting to you know kind of have their word out there whether they support a support artists with that want vaccine passports they want testing whatever yeah, it is yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so we're starting to kind of get a clear image of probably what the the more like you know near future kind of looks for for concerts right? oh yeah so look look my my thing on this you know and like we say we're not a political podcast we don't no, like no, to this get isn't, this is not we don't like to get into all, this no. but my thing on this is if that's what it takes to have shows and people are willing to do it enough so so that you know shows can go on you know i think that's great if, if this is the way that shows are going to continue and not get shut down then you know it, it is what it is and you know if if you know i totally understand some people don't want to get vaxxed, whatever your reasons are but you know th- unfortunately that means you're probably not going to be able to go to a lot of shows I you know, I agree with I know. agree with you. Like yeah. I think this is just the way it's probably going to have to be if you really want like a smooth re-entry into the into the show world again. Yeah, but yeah. I think you're you're already starting to see like you know bands that, like Eric Clapton. I was just going to say, you know, Clapton's not going to allow this. But now, now J, uh, and now there was a, on the opposite <laughs> side of the spectrum. Uh, Jason Isbell canceled wanted canceled a show I think in Boston because the the. Uh, the venue, I think he wanted to require uh, testing or, or, or oh, and or they didn't, they and, didn't want, they, they didn't want it, so yeah, or something I, like that. Well, there's logistics. The other side of it. Well, there's logistics yeah. that are expensive on this, right. right? So this is a business thing as well. It's like it's like, right. okay, well, we can do that, but it's going to cut into how much you're going to make on the show. Yeah, right. So yeah, like so that's that's the issue, and sometimes it's not just the artist. Who makes right. that call? So yeah, yeah. That, there's that's, a lot. So of he actually canceled it, it, huh, Dave? He's like, I'm, I think he yeah, should, yeah. Oh, I think I want to. I should look that. I should look into that a little bit more. But I know it was. Um, I know it was related to that, and it was a bit of a disagreement as to, you know, how how it was how the logistics were actually going to work. So well, you know, I mean, um, look, this is look like we've talked about. This is going to be with us for a while. 
the, yeah, the live the, the live music industry is going to have to find a way to keep its head above water, and this is one yes. of the ways it's going to do that. This is the one of the ways it's going to have to happen. Yeah. So it's it's you know is it ideal? No, but at least now, it's how better, many now, better than did, a year now, ago. I, I don't think this is going to happen in large volume because it's just people people are desperate to do things anyway. So you get yeah. that crowd, but how how like. Overall, do you think certain artists are just going to lose fans because of this? Yeah. Well, I think definitely, you know, look, again, we're not a political podcast, but yeah, no, no, no. This just is not, looking, it's not a political just, question. Just looking just in mean, the South, right? Like, just look yeah. at the states where don't have high v- vaccination rates. You know, if you're an artist that r- does well in those states, then that poses a problem for you. Yeah. Right. That, and that's, that's part of my question. <laughs> you know, like, you know? just, I'm just talking like, business. Where do you tour? Yeah. I'm just talking yeah, business where, wise. Like, it's, yep. it poses a problem for you. So that's, you know, the good news is, is there's plenty of places that are, have a lot of people vaxxed, there's plenty of people that'll do it. Maybe it's an incentive for other places to get vaxxed because they want to go see their favorite bands. I don't know. But um, it's an interesting development. And I'm, you know, look, I'm just happy to go see live music again. And, you yeah, know, exactly. I just I just hope that, you know, this thing doesn't go the other way. So, you know, but it is an interesting development and it's just ongoing stuff. What's going to be real interesting, Dave, is how the, how is this going to work? You know, we're not they're talking about this on like and like outdoor big um, of venues. Right. And I think they'll just continue to do that and it'll ramp up even more as we get into the winter and there's yeah. indoor venues. Right. Yeah, so, it might. It, it may or may not. We'll see. Yeah. But I mean, in Blackberry Smoke recently had to cancel a couple of shows yeah, because Blackberry. Paul Paul Jackson, their other guitarist, their other uh, guitar player, has and he'll, he's doing fine. But yeah. they're, and they're just canceling a couple of dates. They'll be back out on the road. But you know, to to Matt's point, this is just like this is the landscape right now. And there's certain ways that certain bands feel they have to do it to be safe or or to bring enough fans into the. The venue safely, whatever it is. Yeah, this is, this is just what it's going to look like. Right it's just now, what it's you know? going to be. And it's not so, going to be forever, but it's just this is what it is right now. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to go see is. a live show, you know, expect to to kind of have to shot in the navig- arm. Yeah, shot in the arm or navigate the waters <laughs> as to what you what shot you might need to do. Shot in the arm. Shot in the arm. To blame. <laughs> yeah. So other other big big. Uh, Big uh, uh, name, not names, but big uh, events out there like Bonnaroo requiring vax or tests. Uh, yeah, there's Summerfest in Milwaukee also Summerfest. doing the same you thing. You know, I went. You know, I've been to Summerfest, Dave. You've been to Summerfest? Yeah, yeah. one of my buddies lived there in in Milwaukee right after college. Oh, oh. In Milwaukee, my apologies. Yeah, 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 yeah. He lived in Milwaukee right after college. You know him. And he um and and we went out there and went to went to Summerfest. We saw oh, um, cool, Dave. That's where we saw Lifehouse. Oh yeah, <laughs> I re- I do remember this now. I remember Lifehouse. Yeah, I remember Lifehouse. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was like the headliner band that we saw. There, there, there was other people at the time. There was probably some country artists that I wasn't into at the time. Anyway, yeah, probably. Anyway, what else and we other, got on other the list? artists out there? Stevie Nicks canceled five festivals because of the the, the concern this, about the virus. Yeah, Stevie is. Not happy about this. So. But more importantly, there is a little bit of movement, a yeah. tiny bit of movement on Lindsey Buckingham getting back into Fleetwood. Oh, Mac. oh, really? I see. I haven't heard that. So really? he's been talking. He's been talking with What's Mick. What's the scuttlebutt? So he's been talking with Mick, and there's this talk about well, you know, they, of course they really want to bring him back, but there's still that ongoing rift that which kind of started the whole thing and why he left this time around. It, Stevie Nicks and and that, yeah, that well, whole they have thing a would lot have to, of history. They have a ton of this kind of history. So yeah, because of that history and what they've been through, it would not shock me 
to see them like next year back on the road as a, as a full band again, which would oh, be great that to would see. be really cool. Yeah. That's so. That's interesting. So Lindsay is um, thinking about coming back. If Stevie, if yeah. they can pa- maybe him and PG can Stevie, maybe him and Stevie can patch things up again. I think they can. I don't know. Maybe they can. You know what? I don't know. Just man. like uh, there's hey, a lot of baggage you know, there. Listen, there's a, there was a lot of baggage in GNR, and they decided the uh, dollar signs counted a lot more than. Why well, is so. it that always has a way of getting people but, back together? It's a very good point, Dave. That convinced GNR. So. And speaking of GNR, they are back out on the road. GNR, and, uh, yes, GNR. Did they song. kick off their tour at Fenway Park and I wasn't there? Let's just I talk about let's talk about this for I, a second. I don't think that was their first show. I think that was, was like their second. It was like third. their second show. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't get tickets to Fenway Park because one, it was a rescheduled show from 2020 that I hadn't got tickets for. Don't I have to say don't I was ask shocked. me why don't ask me why I didn't have tickets for that show either. I think I just decided that I think I was like I was like away or something when they were playing. I think I had like plans. Uh, like well, I was plans. I, I was away. Yeah, you were the away. Show, but I, no, I, I think, texted you, and I, I was convinced you were going that night. I was actually shocked. I think I had to sit down, pour myself a drink, and relax for a while when I realized you weren't going to. Yeah, do I wasn't there. Yeah. So the reason I didn't do it is because when they announced that there was going to happen, it, there was still so much uncertainty about what was going to happen. So I was like, I don't really want to drop a ton of money on this and then not be able to go. And then it kind right. of fell off my radar altogether because. I would have probably, if I thought of it, I probably would have got like a last minute ticket and, and gone, but I didn't. And that was unfortunate. So I missed it, but it sounds like it was a good show. The reviews are still good on the band. And there's huge news about GNR is that they live debuted. And then shortly after they live debuted, they released it on, like everywhere is a new song, a new original material from GNR. This is a huge What'd deal. What do you think of it? It's think? called absurd. I think it's mm, uh, on the on the scale of GNR songs. I I don't rate it highly. We'll put it that way. <laughs> well, that's saying a lot. I mean, it's it's to me it's exciting. Yeah, I don't I don't. Let's just put it this way. I don't think it's one of their better songs. Right. Um. I don't I don't know if I would put it in like their top you know fifty songs. I'll just be honest right. with you. Um, oh yeah. I, I, I yeah. you know uh, yeah. It's not. Let's put it this way. It's not a great tune in my opinion, but it's it's awesome to hear new GNR stuff. This does mean they're working yeah. on original material. It does mean we will likely either continue to see singles. Or, you know, amazingly, they could put out a whole, they a could whole put album. Out. Well, that was the rumor, right? So yeah, this, yeah. This confirms that the rumor, at least, is partially true, that they are wor- they were working on new material, and there it is. So, And there's some classic slash guitar riffage on here, Dave. So, Oh, yeah, of course. It's cool. But have you watched? Yeah, you. We, I know you've watched, because we've, we've talked about this. But anyway, the, you, the, <laughs> I, Axel, Axel kind of... Now, you saw them a few years ago at Gillette, but they... Do you... I can hear that wine getting poured. That's because so I good. pour it right next. The, you, so good. The listeners can't can't hear it, but you hear it on the on the iPad. I we're think talking. The listeners on. need to hear that. The That's listeners a don't hear sound. it in the microphone. But anyway, That's a great sound. Yeah, it's the Pinot yeah. being poured. Anyway, but, but anyway, but, but, it's like, yeah. but you you saw them a couple years ago. Do you think that his he's kind of like fallen off a little bit? I, I, no? Yeah, I think he needs to get back into touring shape in terms of his his voice. Um, he definitely does, but. What have they been doing but this whole not, time? I mean, but he's not I mean, terrible. Don't, I know that you're not. I know touring shape is a whole different thing, but weren't weren't a lot of these artists like? Because I've seen this from other artists too. Like, weren't they expecting to get back out on? Yeah, tour yeah, at but some they point weren't. They, they weren't. Yeah, and what what I mean by touring shape is not like Vince Neil. 
like get, get, get drop some weight. I mean, that's no, so I'm not that's, talking weight. I'm talking I'm, voice. Yeah, I'm talking about like, but when you sing every night for three hours, it takes you, um, you know, it takes you a little bit to get into that groove and yeah, settle yeah, in. True. And so I think he needs to um, settle into that. But I, like, you sent me some clips and you were like, ah, I don't think he sounds good. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, it's terrible audio quality clips that we're hearing. That's true. And second, secondly, Come it's on, not. Ho- it wasn't horrible. It wasn't. It's not terrible. It, it, it's kind of, like especially when you see there and you're live in the moment. It doesn't kill it. Like it's not. Yes, it's not Axl Rose from thirty years ago. But it, like, come on. I mean, the guy. Yeah. You know, what do you expect? The guy's like fifty something years old. Give him a break. And and you know it's it's still pretty good, and you still get the feeling and that the excitement is there. So. It's it's you know you're not going to be disappointed if you go see a GNR show. Yeah, I that. certainly yeah I feel the same way. Like I feel like if I was at the show, yeah, I, I definitely would have felt differently than I did watching like some of these like cell phone videos. Of yeah, the yeah, show, yeah, yeah. You know? I also so, you know but, what? Yeah, go, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, but I'm ooh, I'm very ooh, excited about this. I'm I'm extremely excited about this GNR thing. Uh, maybe if they come back around like next year, I'll definitely go see them. What happens? So what happens if they put out a new album, right? And this absurd is like. I mean, when when you release a single, bands don't release singles thinking that they just put out their worst work on the on their upcoming album. Or whatever, no, the, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's a really good point, Dave. So if yeah. they think this is good, if they then think this is good, what's then, the rest of it going to yeah, sound? Yeah, is it like? going to be? Yeah, I don't know. You never know. You never know how this goes. But you know, you know, if you take this is what I'm worried about, though. I, I agree, Dave. You know, if you listen to that latest Guns N' Roses album, which is essentially Axel and a couple of killer guitar players, there wasn't a lot of good stuff on that either. No. Right? So, no. like, I feel like Axel, like, I don't know if he has, like, the the writing chops that he used to have. I don't know. It's going to be, I agree with you. I'm a little concerned about original music Did they from back them, in especially the after Did listening they... to this. Did they work with a lot of a lot of writers back in the heyday? I don't know if they you did. Know, you know, it's I'm worth ta- going like back they, and checking. I don't think yeah. so. But you know, this is the thing. It's really hard for artists to sustain. I mean, like I like I talk like I was talking about before. Like I've bashed uh, Journey enough. Like, does anybody care about Journey's new material? No. Does anybody I care? Do. Does anybody care about a lot of these old bands? You know, new material probably not. If we're honest. Right, so like it's not yeah, gonna it's not gonna kill them if they put out a clunker album. It's gonna no, be dis- it's, a- it's gonna be disappointing to me, but you know. But does it hurt legacy? No, 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 no. Because so many bands have done have put out stuff that's just like, eh, this is okay. You know, it'll probably be li- but, but, like but I don't. I, I think that I think the song is listenable. I think it's a fun thing, but it's not no, like it's my favorite GNR stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's listenable. But my point is, it, it in terms of legacy, like. You know, it's kind of like you could use like a sports analogy. You can see, uh, you know, a guy like, you know, like a like like a Peyton Manning who just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Right. So he had an amazing career. But at the end, he really fizzled out. And so that's part of his legacy. So does GNR and like we'll see what happens. Well, with GNR, this new material, I mean, but GNR, I mean, they, are, they are they are they are they have, you know, they they have solidified themselves in 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 terms of like where they stand as rock legends they're that's well, I, well, it. they're, I don't, they're well, there but so i was gonna you argue, want to attach like a bad album to your legacy well no. i was gonna argue with you on that like i don't think i mean yes they've been able to have this unbelievable comeback but it is a comeback right like they are they are not oh, yeah. like an aerosmith or a stones or a u2 or name any of these long-standing bands that never had an extended breakup and have been putting out albums for years and years and years, one after the other, right? 
Well, that um, strength is my point, though. I mean, they they're trying to they they had that they ended it. Maybe they they ended it at the right time. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I think they're already not in that kind of echelon of bands just for that reason, right? Because they broke up and they really have had limited. I mean, what I mean, we're talking about three albums for 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 the for the most part with GNR that are right. that are relevant yeah. at all. Right, like that's for, for for as legendary as a band they are. Like, well, gee, yeah, that's true. But GNR Lies has a couple things on it. Li- no, Lies is great. Yeah, we we shouldn't forget about Lies. So four albums, okay? Yeah. But you know, you think about like all the other legendary bands. They had a much longer run than than GNR had. Oh so, yeah, for sure. So you know, maybe the exception is Zeppelin, but but Ze- well, Zeppelin- maybe that adds to their that maybe that adds to their legacy, right? You had like three, yeah, it's like a good maybe point. four great albums in a in a relatively given the standards today. Or given the standards back then, short period of time, and then you kind of you kind of rode off into the sunset almost, and now yeah, yeah, yeah. you're trying and to now, make a comeback. And now it's like this comeback, and it's not going to be as good. But I feel like plenty of bands have done that. So I, I no, I don't think it hurts their legacy as much. When you yeah, when we'll you put see. out an album like Appetite for Destruction, it's not much is going to hurt you. So that, that's probably <laughs> just in true. my opinion. That's probably true. But when I also you put want, out probably I'm, the number one rock album ever. Yeah, it's you, like yeah, it's, you, it's 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 right up there with like it's like to me it's a, it's on the level of Back in Black. But anyway, or Led Zeppelin yeah. four, right, or two, you know, or, anyway, or two, or any of the Zeppelin well, albums. <laughs> but speaking of Splash, or any of the Zeppelin album, really, any of them. Yeah, well, I went, well, well. Speaking of Splash, Splash. Speaking of Slash, <laughs> I'm talking too fast here. Speaking of Slash, the Pino. Speaking of Slash and speaking of Gibson, I wanted to give you another little 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 tidbit. So I actually saw the first live band I've seen since the pandemic, and it was on Saturday night local here in town, where they have oh, we right, have like yes. a, a fireworks thing, and it was a it was a tribute band called Foreigner's Journey, which was a Foreigner and Journey. Tribute. That's pretty cool. I actually was eating dinner with my family, and we only we didn't get out to see the band until like I think we caught like three songs. So we caught Hot Blooded, okay, nice. We caught Separate Ways, and then they closed with Don't Stop Believing. And so, and so the yeah. guy who was the lead singer of this band, which I think was like a guest lead singer, is this guy Constantine from um american idol he was one of the finals on american idol like on one oh, of the first really? american idols and he was also the lead in on broadway for rock of ages have you ever oh, did you ever see oh, did so you he's see, got some pipes oh, he's he's a hell and he's probably like he's probably like our age he's 40s and he's um he's he still sounds good like no is he amazing like you know like does he sound like those guys you know no but he sounds pretty good and i was impressed and this is what's even more impressive dave they had this killer guitar player. What was he playing? A Les Paul, looked like a custom shop, and, wait for it, a Silver Jubilee. Ooh, <laughs> nice. So it was You know, I think, so it, was I cool. think the li- it was very cool. I, I, I think the listeners, uh, i.e. Dave, is really jonesing for another, another a deeper dive demo of uh, your Jubilee. I know, I know. I got to get to, I got to do it. You can't see it behind me. Okay, you can see it now if I move over. Yeah, the Jubilee. He actually was rocking a similar setup that I have, except he had the big ju- Jubilee, the hundred watt Jubilee, and then a an, and then a two by twelve orange cab to go with it. Ooh, nice. So anyway, it sounded it just it sounded so good. I was so impressed with his guitar sound. And then Very I, nice. I and I and I heard the guitar and I was like, well, I, I was like, I wonder what that guy's playing through. It sounds incredible. And then I get up there and I see a silver Jube and a Les Paul, and the rest is history. So. 
I mean, Can't that, go wrong. That's the sound. That's but it. speaking of Gibson, let's get into speaking this. Speaking of Gibson, let's get right into it. So speaking of Gibson, Gibson released big news, and because we were on vacation, we um, are a little bit late on this news that a lot of podcasts and YouTubers and stuff had talked about. But Gibson Records was released, so this means Gibson, the guitar company, is starting a record label. So this is exciting stuff, in my opinion. That's really cool. A lot of people think this is a nothing burger. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's a nothing burger with the works. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, mean, if it's a burger, it's an, I feel like it's an awesome burger. But what, what, what can, do you yeah, think so about yeah, can What do you throw, think you about this, Dave? Throw a fried egg on that burger, too. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love the fried egg on the burger. Yes, That's great. absolutely. It's a good move. I mean, I think, it, I think it's really cool, and I think it's a really interesting direction that Gibson's going in, and they, they probably needed to go in this direction. And, um, I mean, let's 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 – Let's call it like it is, right? It's like it's pretty much going to be like Slash Records, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, it is, and they they actually, as you know, they already announced that, and they said Slash is the first, Slash is yeah. the first um, <laughs> I mean, artist right, that's I mean. going to be on the records. But here's why I think this is cool. All right, this is going to be my rant about this, or my this is my hot take on on Gibson Records. So, like we've talked about with the digital music age, you know, there's still a lot of gatekeeping going on in music. Okay, so the labels are still relevant, okay, because there are algorithms that they pay Spotify to push certain artists. They pay Apple to push certain artists on Apple Music. Like it, there's still a lot of gatekeeping that goes on in original music. There just is. So to have a to have a a big company like you know like Gibson that's very influential in the scene. I hope they take this is what this is what I hope they do. I don't think I don't know if they'll will will do this, but I see this as a real opportunity for Gibson to really push some great new artists and bands that are kind of keeping the rock and roll Gibson legacy alive. Right. right? And I, I think it's a great opportunity where, you know, like you one of the reasons you and I started this podcast is to talk up those bands that we feel need to be talked up for people like us that are looking for this kind of music. And so Gibson has a real opportunity to find bands like Dirty Honey or the next Dirty Honey or different yep. bands, bands well, like Tyler right. Bryant and the Shakedown, you know, people that, you know, haven't reached the level of success that those bands have and kind of so push Gib- them up, right? Yeah, that, I think you're 100% right. And now we're kind of seeing what like almost what that 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 um that release that that release they put out uh, a few months ago, right? The, with the Gibson Garage, yeah, you know, showing all these artists. I mean, this yeah. was kind of the precursor to they to this announcement. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They they kind of planned it that way, but yeah, and I don't um, think, I think so. you're 100 right. So I heard some hot takes on some podcasts about this, and I think it was the 60 Cycle Hum guys that were that had a good take that they were like, "Wouldn't it be hi, Ryan. Wouldn't it be funny? Yeah, hi Ryan, if you're listening, it'd be great if, if Ryan was <laughs> listening. If Ryan and Steve were listening, it'd be great. But um, they had a good take where it was like, um, you know, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be uh, funny if they only signed artists who had like signature Gibsons? <laughs> So oh, that so, would be awesome. Like, you had to have a signature Gibson in order to be <laughs> on the label. And so I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I think they will just sign, but I think all of a sudden they will become Gibson artists or Epiphone artists or something along those lines. I think like what's essentially going to happen is that's going to happen, right? Okay, so who's the, so who's their demo, right? Who are they really going after for for excitement with this? Well, right? so the other thing are on they this... going after like you and me? No, or are they going to no. try to go after the younger crowd and show them that hey, rock is still here. Yeah, the Dirty Honeys, the Tyler Bryant's, yeah, 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 and somehow try to present that. You know, 
I think in that's an exciting what exciting way yep. to the younger crowd. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at this as a holistic view of the of Gibson the brand, you know, yes, I think it's all about let's bring more young people into the fold. My and I I don't have any data to back this up, but my sense is they don't do as well with the younger demographic as say all these other like Fender does as an example. Right. Um, I just don't think they do as well. I think their bread and butter are people like us and older um, that that yes. have a little bit of money to spend on guitars. Right. And um, right. And I think they've done And like we said, they've done this revival of Ep- of uh, Epiphone, which is some great lower cost stuff. And Epiphone always kind of uh, focus a little bit on the metal scene, which we know a lot of younger people are into. So I think we're going to see more of that. I think we might see this Gibson stuff where it's not it's not like the classic rock type of stuff that we like, but probably leaning heavier on the metal scene um, and bringing some more of those type of bands in as well, because that's what. Well, the, you know the who's a big epi- who's so. a, who's an Epiphone guy is 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 Matt Heafy, the, uh, yeah. the lead singer and guitarist of uh, Trivium. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Metal band. So there's a lot no, of these like metal Trivium, guys. But, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of these metal guys that have Epiphone signatures, and that's what Gibson's been trying to do for a while. I think this is another angle for them to bring young players into the fold, into the Gibson kind of kind of brand and and, and, um, and get them kind of hooked on Gibson the way that we are. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's that's what they're trying to do with this, and I think they're going to do it, and I guess it's going to be really exciting to see what they do. A lot There's a lot of negativity around Gibson, you know, like you and I are kind of Gibson fanboys, but I think we also look at it with a critical view in that, like, we understand the limitations that Gibson has and where where they've made some mistakes. And, you know, this could be a colossal mistake as well. It could go, it could just not be a good idea at all. But yeah, I, but it could I don't fall, think, they could fall flat on their yeah. face with it. But I mean, I don't know. I think but the chances Slash, are kind of yeah, high that at yeah. least, I mean, even if it's not a raging success, I feel like this is a good move for them. It is. And, it could be you know, this business wise. It could be this way for them to, like I said, bring up people that need a little push that have a lot of potential and need a little push to get them into the into the more of the, I wouldn't say mainstream, but more of the guitar culture. Yeah, and, yeah, no, um, absolutely. Because there's plenty of people like us that are, you know, into into Gibson as guitars and would respect, you know, who they who they would bring up to us as, okay, yeah, we think these are good, these are good artists. You know, I think I think that's that's one of the angles here. The hard part that Gibson's going to have is convincing people that could care less about Gibson, right? Like right. that, that's the, that's the, that's the uphill battle they're going to have is like some kid that's like a, um, you know, a fan of some metal band that I don't know who they are and no one has anything to do with Gibson. Like, you know, are, are they going to be interested? I don't know. Um, but th- it could yeah, be that they're not that, going after those kids. It could I be mean, that they're that's not. Kinda, you know? That's kind of where you're, you, that's kind of where they may you, I don't know. I, I have no idea what they're planning on doing, but that's maybe they were, that's where they use the artist to kind of, you know, almost yeah. be their, their advertising wing in terms of like, Oh, totally. You know, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, not not like they're gonna like you know in the middle of a concert like oh we're sponsored by Gibson that kind of thing, but like but just like you know playing the gear, wearing the wearing yeah, yeah. the shirts, Gibson those, records, you know, being, yeah, 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 Gibson records, that kind of stuff, and or you know whenever they post something on YouTube, they're they're wearing the merch yeah, or all yeah, that yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff, and it's just like that casual. You know, exactly, it's the brand. Of, oh, it's the brand. It's building. the brand. It's yeah. just getting it's it's getting the brand out there. It's like. You know, it's like akin when it's akin to when you when you see like a billboard and you don't necessarily you don't you don't know you're you're being like told that's what you should be looking at. But yeah, maybe one day you see something that's that that triggers your memory that you saw that or 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 you're driving along and you're like, oh, yeah, that looks kind of cool. And it's the same kind of thing. Like it's not 
this isn't going to be, I agree with you. Like this is a way to bring in a lot of newer artists and kind of promote them. Yeah. But I think at the same time through those artists, they're probably going to be able to build their brand in a much different light than we've seen Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which I think is only exciting. Right. And it's nice to see Gibson trying to get into different lines of business that are actually, I believe is actually a relevant thing. I think everybody knows now the part of the reason why Gibson had to file bankruptcy is because they were trying to get into consumer electronics, right? They were trying to get into headphones and Bluetooth speakers and all this other BS that just didn't fit with their brand and people didn't. It doesn't fit with their brand at all. And they spent a lot of money and they spent a lot of money and that's why they end up going bankrupt. The the, the guitar stuff was always fine. Like some people are like, oh, no wonder Gibson had to file bankrupt. Their guitars are terrible and they're too expensive. It's like, ah, that was not why they went bankrupt. that's not why they felt, no. (laughs) It was because they tried to get into the lines of businesses and made poor acquisitions. It happens time and time again with all kinds of companies. But so I think this is a good thing. It's not an acquisition. It's going to be a ground up thing they're going to build. And I think it could be extremely exciting to watch how this unfolds. Yes, I agree. And it's kind of a different take on a record label in a, in a sense from how it the is. label is actually going point. to be operating. Like their, their, op- the, you know, the, the, like their operational model is very different than, a, you know, a Columbia or you, know, you name the old Good point. record companies from back in the day. It's a very different model. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited about this. So stay tuned, yeah. guys. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But uh, let, let's talk about, what. speaking of gear, let's get into one more thing of gear before we wrap up today. We'll do it quickly, Dave. Um, oh, man, this is a very quick thing because we know the answer. <laughs> we know the this. answer. So I have, so I'm looking for another Klon clone. Okay. And I think and I think you're highly justified because, in doing so. Because I do have very bifurcated uh, pedal boards now. I play with my band often enough now, which is so great, you know, between rehearsals and gigs that like my board pretty much my my gigging board pretty much stays in the case and I don't take it out and I play through the Jubilee at home. So it's like now I kind of need to build up my my board that goes through the Jubilee even though I have a decent amount of pedals on it, but my Tumnus sits on the gigging board and I'm you know even though I have like an array of tube screamers and I have the JHS Morning Glory on this board that I play through the Jubilee and I think I've told you Dave the JHS Morning Glory through the Jubilee is awesome. It's, oh, it's yeah, killer. I'm sure. It's killer. Um, but then I'm like, oh, I really would love like the Tumnus, but I'm like, oh, I don't want to rip it off the gigging board. I'm like, I need another Klon clone. So what do you think, Dave? I was thinking the J-Rocket Archer. I think you need, well, I'm going to say, we, we talked about this before, but I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a hot take right now, okay. like, kind of on the spot. I think you get a second Tumnus. Another Tumnus, like the Tumnus, because you have the Tumnus Deluxe. The Tumnus Deluxe is fantastic yeah, because of the, I have the, because of the three-band EQ. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you don't even think I should screw around with the J-Rocket Archer? I don't know. The Every People love the Archer. I mean, and, you know, hey, Lizzie Hale plays the thing hey, Lizzie all the time. Lizzie Hale does. So. Do you remember which color one she plays? I'm going to have to go back I, and look. I, I don't know, but if you're going to get an Archer, I'd say you get the gold. The gold Archer. You think? Because why not? That's so clonish, right? The other one that I'm thinking about, Dave, is the Ryra. Do you know about the Ryra? I do, yes. I, yeah. You think I should get that? Uh, no, I think you should. I think you honestly. I think I. I don't know. Maybe you should get the Tumnus on. Then you kind of have the best of both worlds. Oh, how you doing, Sammy? Um. So no, <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> and it's the best of both worlds. I think I don't know. That's a good question. I think uh, I don't know. Have you have you played through an archer before? No, I never even played one. So, I mean, people people love people them. Love 
But I, I don't think, know, uh, Dave. I'm going to have to mess around with this a little bit and see what I'm going to do. I think I'll say, pick I, one up. Here, here's my take. Here, if you're going to if you're going to spend for the same price, yeah. I say you get the Tumnus Deluxe, yeah, and you just call it a day. Because I think that's a great. I think that's a great pedal. All right, this is a hot take. I like this. Hot it's a take. hot take. It's on the spot, and and that's kind of what we're all about. But I, you know, the Archer everybody loves, but also people love the Tumnus, and I think and the Ryra in just terms, looks cool. Well, so what do you are you looking for? Sound? Are you looking for? Cool <laughs> I mean, look, isn't right. <laughs> aren't both important in pedals? I mean. Listen, if you're a guitar dad or mom listening to this, you know exactly where this is going. And in a couple of weeks, you know there's going to be an like, Archer and, an Archer, and a Thomas a Deluxe on the same board, and that's it. And then the Ryra. <laughs> and then the Ryra. That's it. But you know that's the other thing, Dave, work. is the Ryra is at that pedal shop in, in Plymouth that you and I should go to. We do need to. So yeah, maybe we, we have a reason to drive down there now. You got to try it out. Yeah, I think we definitely should. I think we should go down there. All I right. think we definitely should. Well, this anyway, is, this is a, we're for, gonna, for those of you who don't know, this is a boutique pedal shop, uh, close, kind of close by to us. Uh, yeah, really it's on the close, South Shore. It's like enough. it's like basically almost on the Cape, so it's, it's like an hour away. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like a little far away, but it, it's actually it's called the Pedal Shop, um, with like the P, the, the pedal shop-y. shoppy, and yeah, it, the they they do English, online. Yeah. So if you're looking for like car- harder to find pedals, check check them out. They're cool. And, um, they got a ton of stuff. They got so Tons. much stuff online. I don't even know if they have all that stuff in the store. I don't know how it works. But I think Dave and I need to take a field trip. So stay tuned for that on the next episode. That's right. And I think uh, we just want to send one more shout out to our listeners. We really appreciate it. Uh, yes. You guys make the show. Please send us comments. Comment on YouTube. Look for us on YouTube. Comment on Instagram. Look for us on Instagram at Guitar Dad's Pod. Yes. Same on Twitter. Um, and, and send us what you want to hear because uh, you guys really help to kind of carve the show out. Um, yes. And uh, we appreciate it. And I think, uh, what, that was this week's uh, Guitar Dads podcast. Catch you guys on the flip. <laughs>